Welcome to the Be Ruthless Show, where we have the conversations that other people don't. The conversations that other people won't. I'm your host, Sam Ruth, and I'm ready to make a lot of noise and disrupt things ruthlessly. Thanks for being here today. Now let's get to it. Welcome back to the Be Ruthless Show. I'm your host, Sam Ruth, and today I want to talk about an important event that happened in our country yesterday. It is something that wasn't expected to happen and has, and I think that's a really important topic for everyone, but especially for people who are struggling when things are down and out and when you feel like things are piling up, sometimes it's difficult to see the good and feel the positive around. When I first lost Jim, it was like impossible for me to think about being grateful or being blessed. And I, of course, am and was then, but when you're in so much pain, it's it's hard to see through that. And it, it's actually a choice. And I'll talk about that later in this episode. I want to talk about the Inflation Reduction Act, a bill that was passed yesterday in our country. And this has absolutely nothing to do with politics. But I think it's important in so many ways. Um, President Biden signed this act yesterday and nearly $400 billion dollars will be invested in clean energy subsidies. And this makes the United States' most serious effort ever to combat climate change. There are also uh, seniors on Medicare will have a cap on their prescription drug costs every year and an extension on subsidies provided during the pandemic, the COVID-19 pandemic, will lower healthcare costs for 13 million Americans. Now, I talked about people struggling we are living in a world right now that there are so many natural disasters, whether it's fires and flooding and tornadoes, and climate change, and that impacts people in the best of times, right? So think about people who are already struggling and then have to deal with this. Beyond that, we have the pandemic, right? That has caused so many issues around the world, whether that's health and people dealing with loss, it's impacted businesses and finances. So a lot of people are dealing with more than one thing and feeling hopeless and feeling in the dark. And I want to talk about this bill that was not expected to get signed. This was not going to happen weeks ago we would not have had a positive conversation about the likelihood of this happening. So of course there were compromises on both sides. This is not an episode about politics whatsoever. It is about what happened. It's about the fact that money is being devoted to climate change. Healthcare costs are being lowered. This can decrease stressors for people. This can be a light at the end of the tunnel. And some days I get it. Some days you have to look really, excuse me, really hard. But but that's the, the reason I'm discussing this. It's an awareness and it's an effort and a choice. And if you make it, 
circumstances in your life might not change, but you will. So I want to just take a moment and let's talk about, I am still in Grand Lake, Colorado, partly due to weather. So let's talk about that climate change. And I want to know your thoughts, please. Sam at SamanthaRuth.com. How many people are seeing a difference in health issues that you've had for some time? Allergies, arthritis, migraines. I have had migraines since I was a sophomore in college. And in Michigan, my neurologist used to, I used to say, what can I do? I'm miserable because I would get them very, very frequently. And they are connected to the weather and the barometric pressure. And he would teasingly tell me to move, knowing that at that time it was never going to happen, right? Enter gym, who knew that that's all it would take. And I had no idea the benefit getting away from the humidity and getting into a different climate would be for my body. So I was able to get off not only my as needed medication for when I have a migraine, but I also was able to get off of my daily medication, which helps with decreasing the frequency and the severity. And I'm all for medication when you need it. And when it helps, I am extremely sensitive with that said to any and all medications. So I, I would like to take as little as possible. Um, so I moved to Colorado and, and did not experience migraines. And, and if I did, they were very, very few and far between. So a few weeks ago, I had an episode that I figured out was a migraine. Uh, and I talked about it on this show and in my blog. Uh, and because I was talking at that point about listening to our body and feeling off. And I just realized through that, that I had another extremely intense migraine uh, this past weekend and unbearable like not okay. And the moral of that story is that when I get home later today, I am calling the doctor and getting back on my daily medication because whether it is moving to Northern Colorado and, and having a little bit of a shift in altitude, could that be impacting me? Sure. Could it be this bizarre summer that I've asked everyone since I'm new to this area, if this is typical and everyone here, just like everyone I talk to anywhere is saying it is the strangest summer and we're having the most unusual weather for our areas. So is, is it that, is it hormones as I get older and things change? Bottom line doesn't matter. I'm contacting my doctor and making a change, right? That's, that's the bottom line that I am not going to struggle more than I have to. Life is hard enough and taking control of things that I have control over, even if that means leaning on a medication to get through it, I don't need to make any day harder than it is. So I still, for my own curiosity, am just doing personal research. So I do want to know, Sam at SamanthaRuth.com, what you think. Have you seen a change in your long, long-term illness, Ill, oh my goodness, illness or health? Do you 
I have a change due to hormones. Have you had a change with the weather? I'm just curious because it interests me. It doesn't matter again, because my solution is to take care of it and do the best I can. So also what also has happened with moving to Colorado is that my migraines are very different and more severe. I had them much more often in Michigan, but not as debilitating, like literally debilitating. So with that, I chose to stay in Grand Lake longer than planned for many reasons. Uh, (laughs) If you know me, you know, I've lived with anxiety my whole life. If you have read Faces of Mental Illness, you know that my first car accident absolutely traumatized me and I have had driving anxiety, which was really, really under control in Michigan. And then I moved to Colorado. I moved to Denver, which is a world of its own. I can't say it's like LA because people swear that nothing is, but I'm telling you, it's not fun. It makes Michigan rush hour look like a typical non-traffic day. And my anxiety spiked, not only being in the chaos of drivers, I didn't know where I was going. I didn't know where I was. So all of it really, really overwhelmed me. And then wouldn't, you know, a week before our wedding and, you know, eight less than eight months after I had been living in Colorado, I was in an accident. My car was totaled, no fault of my own. I was at a red light, uh, but Sassy was in the car with me. So not only did I have a concussion and go through it, it seriously impacted me and my driving, which already was overwhelming. Then I lose gym and driving period was a struggle because I, a song would come on the radio. I would drive by something that would trigger a memory and I would be in tears and unable to see and having to pull over on the side of the road. It felt like, it feels like that was every time I got in the car for a long, long time, like first year plus. It it wasn't every time, but it made every time stressful. So like I just mentioned with my medication, I take control over what I have control over. And if there is erratic weather, I don't put myself on the road, right? I can't control being around erratic drivers, but I can control the situation. So I have always, my family listening, and if you know me, everyone knows I am the girl that has never driven on New Year's Eve or 4th of July, days where there's more drinking and driving, more celebration, more, we just hear more crazy stories, right? So I don't do it. So I chose to stay here. We Monday was not safe to drive. And mind you, I'm in the mountains where I'm going through curvy roads with two dogs in my car, right? But then yesterday, I probably could have driven home. It was my anniversary. I wasn't a mess, but I... Still, what the, the migraine began Saturday night. I didn't know it was a migraine yet. Sunday and Monday, I was out of commission. I was miserable. Yesterday, I was okay, but I, it's like the 
the hangover after a migraine is what I call it. Just like I talk about emotional hangovers. I was off. I wasn't, I wasn't hundred percent. So driving of all things for me, probably not the smartest decision physically or emotionally. So I made the decision. I had to make a few changes in my schedule and I want to come back to that in a second. So I chose to stay and am going home later today, depending on when you listen to this, I might already be there. But old me, and even, I'm, I'm not even gonna lie, there was a split second where I'm me and I've been my, you know, we have patterns we've had our whole life. It crosses my mind, like, do I just put everyone else, you know, and put my clients first, put my business first, just suck it up and do it. And it was a split second and I absolutely know better. And um, I just tell the truth, right? I do not have this podcast or the Grief Hab community for my benefit. It's not about sharing my story or sharing what's going on to have a pity party or to get a reaction whatsoever. If there is one person listening that might feel a little bit less in the dark, a little bit less miserable, if one person gets an idea or has has an aha from anything I do or say, then that's enough for me because I know what it's like to feel so, so stuck and so alone, even when you're surrounded by love. And it's about having these conversations. And does sharing help me heal? Absolutely. But it's about having the conversations that the rest of the world shies away from, to put it mildly. I prefer, you know, what's actually happening is most of the world avoids it. It's uncomfortable. It's we're taught different things. We hear fake it until you make it and all these things. And that's why I do it to make noise, to break stigmas, to change the way the world views grief and mental health and chronic illness and anything that is alienating or makes people feel different. Listen, my slogan the, the on my website behind me at my house when I do my videos is what makes you different makes you beautiful. But for most of us, it is a long road to figure it out and to find that. And so that's why I do this. And that's why I could just say something came up. I'll be back on this day. I think people in my life deserve more than that. I wear my heart on my sleeve. I I cannot fake it. And I just share the truth again, not for a pity party or for my benefit in any way, simply to be true to myself, to make noise and have the conversations, right? So I just want to share a few responses that I got through, I I posted some of this on social media and I reached out to clients. So this is from someone in my Canfield community. It says, hearts are with you, Sam. You remind me of two words all soldiers require when life sends challenges. 
courage and character. That's thank you so much, George, my dear Canfield family member and friend. Let's talk about gratitude. I, in the biggest painful time of my life on the first anniversary without Jim here in Grand Lake, where I am sitting right now, I was reading my Jack Canfield book under a tree, feeling awful with sassy. And I connected with some of you, with <laughs> some of you might know this story if you've read uh, Women Who Illuminate. And I, I talk about it in other places and other books as well. But someone came up to me and said, are you part of the Canfield community or the Canfield team, which I still to this day tease Jack about. I did not know there was one or I would have done it ages ago, but for whatever reason, um, I was open to connecting and having a conversation and she had a puppy and this is what led to me coming home and getting Dallas. So in that moment, I also came home and made a decision to take 2019 to work on myself with Jack Canfield. And I had absolutely no idea why. A lot of people who love me dearly were confused. I was confused because I'm the girl with a plan. I'm the girl who could always tell you what was next and had a goal in mind, a direction. I knew nothing. I didn't, I was getting up and going through the motions and doing it for Jim. I was doing it for Sassy. I was not at all in tune with what I wanted because all I wanted was to have Jim back, right? So that decision that looked so strange to so many led me to meet the most amazing people who have stood by my side, who have held me up when I couldn't stand, who I could not be here without. And so let's talk about being grateful during challenging times, during difficult times. I... I'm so grateful that I trusted myself that year and went to Grand Lake when everyone was worried. I'm so grateful. I was open to connecting with someone who was in the Canfield community. I am so grateful for my Canfield family, not only Jack and everything he teaches, but the people I met along the way. I wouldn't have had books published. I wouldn't have Kate Butler in my life. So even though I couldn't see those gifts when they were happening, I see them now and they were happening. So the next message I received is sending love to you. I believe when a person dies, they leave you a gift and we have to focus on that and find it. I believe your gift is to help others in sad times of loss. So thank you. This is from Wendy, who is part of my Grief Hub community. Thank you, my Grief Hub community. Oh my God. Thank you to everyone who is a part of this because this is a place where I get to be me and I don't have to be okay if I'm not okay. And while I was so nervous about how that would be received originally, I have come to find that it is what people need. And it's not about showing up pretty and your best version of yourself. It's about showing up when you're not okay. And in a place where you feel safe with people who get it without words, my soul sisters in this club, we never asked to join. I couldn't walk this path without you, the people ahead of me who have shown me 
in my moments that I will get there and to the people who are behind me in the journey and who look to me for guidance. We, whether I have met you or not, the moment I hear of someone who has lost their husband, I am instantly connected and it is a bond. I wish we didn't share, but I am so grateful again to the grief hab community and to my soul sisters. And this is a message from a client who I changed my appointment with. She said, you taking care of you is being a good role model for us all. Right. These. So, I mean, to my clients, I love what I do because of you. I love that you trust me in your journey. I love that you trust me enough to be you exactly as you are. And I love that through our journey, you are trusting yourself and finding your voice because that's another piece of Grand Lake to me. That is where all of this happened and where all of this was born. Even if it wasn't in that moment, none of this would be here without that first trip. And as I sit here now recording this and getting ready to go back home, I can look at Stassi and see how far she's come. I look at Dallas, who is like my smile, my cuddles, my Sassy cuddles too, but on her own terms. Like I just can't imagine where I would be because I certainly wouldn't be in Fort Collins, which is the first place that feels like home in Colorado. Jim is home, but without him, uh, and, and if you know me, you know I never loved Denver, but with him it was okay. And so I'm consistently moving north here and I found my home. So to everyone struggling, no matter how dark it is, there are things happening around you. There are things happening in this world and you might not be able to see it now. I want to point out again that it's a choice. And dad, I love you, but I tell you this, so I'm going to share it with everyone listening who needs to hear it. My dad has an autoimmune disease. He has a lot of health issues. He, it's a struggle. Every single day is a struggle for him. And I know that. And I also actually believe that part of his fight, part of his continuous fight to still get through it is for me because he knows I lost Jim and I need him, <laughs> right? Um, but I do believe that he is miserable. Physically miserable might be out of his control. I do think there are things we can do to work on what makes us less miserable. And he's pretty stubborn and set in his ways. And he's also the man who can find the negative. He can find something every day to be unhappy about. And I could too, if I wanted to, but I want to find things that make me lifted up and reminded that there is still a life without Jim. It's not the life I choose, but it's still my life. And I'm going to make the damnedest of, I'm going to live it the best way I can. I'm going to walk this path and I absolutely make mistakes, but I am going to look even on the darkest days for that one thing to be thankful for. And I believe that's a choice. And I tell my dad all the time um, because I get waking up and being miserable. Right. But I tell you, you have me, you have my brother, you have your grandkids for the love of God, you have mom, you know, you guys might bicker, but 
yesterday was also their anniversary and my eighth is their 53rd 53 years like there are so many things that we can find if we look so to everyone struggling i just want to point out that it's a choice and i'm not saying it's easy every day there are difficult days and i choose on those days to look harder, to do the things that help me get there, like meditate and slow down and pivot and make the change to stay longer in Grand Lake and be upfront and honest about it with the world, not just with the people who need to know, with everyone, because there's a message and there's a lesson in that. And so thank you again. That's growth, by the way. Not only was not knowing, something new for me, but pivoting and making a change, saying no, changing my mind. These are all things I had to lean into and recognize the benefit and, and that my intuition is guiding me. And that if I don't follow it, I pay the price in some way, shape or form. So I know there are people I have forgotten to thank Uh, family and friends, my parents, my brother, my nieces. I love you all. I couldn't walk this walk and be on my path without support from each and every one of you. And that includes this ruthless community. Thank you so much for being a part of this audience, for being a part of my life, for being a part of my journey and for sharing yours with me. Again, Sam, it's Samantha Ruth. You can reach out anytime not just to share thoughts about an episode. If you just need to talk, if you want to say hi, if you're struggling and don't know where to turn, that's what these communities are for, for people to know that you are not alone, that we can get through it together and you don't have to know the way, you don't have to know what's next. You just have to know you'll get there. And I know how difficult that is Even in the best of times, remember, I'm that planner. It's worth it to give it a chance. If if it's new to you, I say, give it a try. That's what I was doing. I was in so much pain. I was willing to try anything, even if I didn't believe it would work. And then it started to. And so while I still don't have Jim, I have different tools. I have found different people, places, things, and myself along the way. And so why did I talk about the Inflation Reduction Act? Because it's a big deal in this world. And it's another thing that I'm going to celebrate. And I hope many of you can see the ripple effect and take it as a win and something that will lead to less stress for you or someone in your life. So thank you always. And until next time, always be ruthless. Thanks so much for listening today. Your support means everything to me, truly. If this podcast resonates with you, please do me a favor and join in the ruthless movement by making some noise and doing one of these four things. Subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Tell a friend so we can break stigmas even faster. Leave a review so people can see what you think of the show. And last, if you want to learn more about me and be a part of the Grief Hub community, 
please head on over to the Facebook group. We'd love to have you. Thanks again for spending your time with us and see you next week.